comic book pit. Okay. Welcome back to the Comic Book Pit, episode 289. Uh, I'm your host, Dan, and uh, with us on the couch here, Link. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk some comics tonight. Yeah. And um, we've been gone a couple weeks, so I, f- I feel like we have no shortage of things to talk about. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a new, <clears throat> would you call it an event, going on at D.C.? Uh, the the heroes in crisis. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. It's something. I feel. <laughs> I feel like there are events. And now. They, they hyped it up. Yeah, and it's Tom King yeah. who's kind of like their guy now. Mm-hmm. Well, one of their guys. one of their big guys. Yeah, yeah. they've got they've got another writer over there mm-hmm. who people might may or may not know of. <laughs> B M Bendis. Yeah, that um, guy. But uh, yeah, Tom King's kind of like the like the you know the hot commodity right mm-hmm. now. So it only makes sense that they would get, you know, have him. Yeah. Do a, something. Yeah. Do something kind of big. D- DC events are always a little, I'm not really sure whatever is an event and what isn't just because of how they do it. It's, uh, yeah. It's not like Marvel where it's like a big, like song and like dance. a big blowout. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, these days DC's events are very subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, take for instance, doomsday clock. Yeah. Which, uh, unfortunately if, if Jared were uh, Jared was supposed to be on this episode, he's going to be on the next episode. But I know Doomsday Clock was something that he wanted to to talk about. Okay, yeah. I forgot Doomsday Clock was still going. <laughs> I I can only remember it because of the solicits. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still a thing. It it seemed like it was a thing that like everybody has their own like little little project going on at DC, and it's always weird because. Marvel, everything, like, overlaps in this one big annoying, like, cesspool of crossovers. <laughs> DC, everybody has, like, their own pet projects. Like, Scott Snyder's doing, like, whatever his, yeah. like... Yeah, that, that's that's a good way to put it. It's like... spin-off is and all that. Yeah. It, 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 the, their, their events are very much creator-driven. Yeah. And they have multiple ones. Like, um, I don't even... Well, I guess it technically wasn't an event, but they recently had the um, the Flash War... That oh, was yeah, going on yeah. in, the, in, in the issues of the, of the Flash, and of course, um, the the Bat Wedding yep. was kind of a mini mm-hmm. event. Um, but yeah, I, uh, like I said, um, Doomsday, Doomsday Clock, uh, I th- it's kind of rounding rounding the bases, getting ready to, to slide into home. It's on issue I think seven. Yeah. So and it's a, I'm assuming a twelve issue. I think series? so. I, that's, it might be a few less even. It if might be like 10. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to follow, like if they were going to technically follow the whole Watchmen vibe. Yeah. You know, Watchmen was I 12 gotcha. issues. Yeah. So, but uh, 
but anyway, but yeah, getting back to so heroes in crisis. Yes. So um, we read it. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I feel, so this is like a non-answer, but I feel weird <laughs> judging it based off that first issue. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, there, there was a lot going on, and I was struggling to figure out what was going on mm-hmm. while reading it. Um, I guess we should we should uh, give issue a, yeah. a spoiler warning if if, if we're really going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have to get super in depth, but I mean, but characters did die. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't see it happen, mm-hmm. but you know, some significant characters seemingly passed away in this in this issue. Like we saw the bodies. Yeah. Yep. But um, um, yeah, there's a, there's a number of important and then, uh, to my DC knowledge, unimportant people that died. Who I was like, I don't know who that is, but uh, <laughs> it seems like you were like you know, kite man level of famous. Like yeah, <laughs> I I recognize. Um, so there was. I don't even know if we want to say the names. <laughs> what do you think? It, 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 if anybody's listening to the live stream, just like mute it right yeah, now. Just, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, shut it off. Come back in like ten minutes or so. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it seemed like after all the um, hoopla that you know and everything they went through to bring back um, Wally West. Yep. He's now dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arsenal. Yep. Uh, Roy Harper. Yeah. Dead. Um, who else? Uh, Blue Jay. Yeah, Blue Jay. Who was a kind of a minor character that came out of the um, 80s uh, yeah. Justice League Europe. Mm-hmm. And the, the, f- the guy with the catchphrase. Yeah, I forget his name. <laughs> That's very well, see, and I, in tone. With- yeah, so I'm not like I, – I read a, a, a really like a handful of DC yeah. titles. Yeah, so, you probably even read more than me, but yeah. So I don't know if – he actually, this character actually exists mm-hmm. outside of Heroes in Crisis, or if they created him for Heroes in Crisis mm-hmm. just to kill him off. Yeah. So maybe someone can help us out with yeah. that one. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the the basic story is there's this uh, kind of this secret. I don't know if you would call it a hospital or this kind of they, they call it sanctuary. Yeah, it's like some sort of like. Uh, just so like a mental health yeah, place. Yeah, with like the, the heroes that uh, are struggling with all their. I mean, sure, you know, we we always see heroes, um, the the physical, yeah, uh, you know, the, the things that happen to them physically after mm-hmm. a fight. But you never, uh, they never. This is the first time we've ever seen anyone deal with like post traumatic, yeah, stress syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so this is this is basically that. It's the the heroes go to sanctuary to rest and yep. recuperate and to seek counseling or therapy. Or yeah. Who knows what? And and from what I understand, it's not you know this series is not going to be focused on that as much as it's going to be about the murder. It's like a murder mystery. Yeah. From so, from what I understand. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the the hook for me was interesting that they were going to deal with the PTSD and, like, maybe do, like, character vignettes. And they mm-hmm. kind of do with that, like, talking to the camera gimmick that they were doing. Yeah, the they do, like, the like the nine-panel mm-hmm. grid with I mean, some they, certain characters. Some of the, some of those were, were good, like, short stories, so to speak. And then others, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, 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 and I think that goes back to the idea of, you know, not putting too much judgment on this first issue mm-hmm. because we really 
aren't getting a lot. Yeah. I mean, we we are, you know, we see the dead bodies, but nothing that leads up to it. Yeah. We don't know how any of this happens. And it's, uh, and the issue is strangely focused around Booster Gold yeah. and Harley Quinn. Yes. Two characters that I would never put together. Yeah, I, I they yeah. most likely don't have much anything beyond what's going on on those pages which is interesting yeah um and then at, you know during the finale of the issue it kind of sets up some weird questions about what's exactly going on but part of me thinks just because it is a booster gold related story and that, that they did off those major characters mm-hmm. that this is just some time travel wacky do mm. you know whatever that they'll just be like mm. yeah which is fine, I guess. Like things don't have to be like in continuity, but like if that's what it is already, that kind of like pulls the like. I'm just like, eh. Well, then, yeah. Am I invested if they're just gonna like magic wand this? Right. It is. It, it is difficult to get invested in stories where they kill characters off because if you've been reading comics for any amount of time, you know that mm-hmm. like nobody stays dead yeah. forever except and, Uncle Ben. Yeah, and the and just the amount of people that they like unceremoniously were like "Mm." yeah (laughs) and like i said because you know everybody clamored like fans were like bring back wally west bring back and they and they did with rebirth but then yeah you know and and i don't know what kind of um you know what kind of a a level of attention or exposure he's current you know he was currently getting in the Flash book, yeah, I think it was since they in, brought him back. In but... Titans, I guess he was. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's the mover and shaker in the Titans. Book. Okay, um, that everything was like sort of like it was like the only book that really acknowledged that Wally West, I guess, was <laughs> a thing. Like this, you know, man out of universe kind of thing going yeah. on with him. Because um, yeah, I, after that initial rebirth issue, like I didn't see Wally West in anything. Yeah, same here. The, you, you know, I mean. Uh, Comics of you know the comic titles have always been kind of insular, mm-hmm. but I feel like even now more than ever, um, all the different families of books just stay within like yeah. the Bat family, the Flash family, yeah. the Superman. Like there's there's very little overlap. You know, it used to be like, where's Thor flying off to? Find out in. <laughs> the Mighty Thor number three hundred seven mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and that would have been like an issue of Spider Man or, you know, you don't really you don't get that anymore. Not know? usually, and 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 like we said earlier, um, now that everybody has their own like little creator owned playgrounds, like mm-hmm. you you can't even tell me that the the Batman and the Tom King books is anything like the Batman and the the Scott Snyder books. I'm, they're like two separate characters at this point yeah. in my mind. Yeah, um, and even the continuity is kind of like. Every now and then, like I guess the Nightwing thing that's going on or will be going on is will impact the Nightwing book, but like mm-hmm. they're kind of like, eh, well, you do, you do. <laughs> Tom King wants to do what he wants to do, and he's not gonna get wrapped up in crossovers because he's got a good thing going on, right? Um, and Jeff Johns is like, hey, I did all this new Fifty Two setup, and I'm like still trying to do my big payoff here with Watchmen, so like you guys do. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. I'm busy screwing up the Watchmen universe. Yeah. You do your own thing. <laughs> right? Um, so it's just it's just a weird, interesting thing about DC. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it has to do with a lot with, like, the characters crossing over is that everybody's sort of, unless it's a team book, they're just, they got their own things going yeah. on always. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
the, the one thing that um, I just kind of remembered that makes me wonder if Tom King has a has a bigger plan for Booster Gold, mm-hmm. not only in Heroes in Crisis, but maybe beyond. Yeah. I don't know. Because um, Booster Gold, he always seems to have these like resurgences. Yeah. Like he'll come back for short periods of time. Like he, he had his own book. Was it like maybe? Yeah. The, like, the, the Jeff Johns. Yeah. yeah. And I, I only read a couple of issues of that, but that was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. I always heard good stuff about yeah, it. Yeah. From what I remember. So, um, and then Tom King, uh, leading up to the bat wedding, Tom King had booster gold guest star in like this three issue arc mm-hmm. of Batman. I think I remember that. Where it was, I think it was called the gift, where Booster, in in his own, I don't know how this made sense to him, but he thought, <laughs> hey, the you know, I, this is my wedding gift to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back in time and stop the murder of your parents. Okay, yeah, because yeah, and it of course as it happens, it screws everything up. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was it was interesting to me that they that he even brought Booster Gold in. Mm-hmm to the Batman book. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like I said, maybe, you know, did he play with him a little to get a feel for him? Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, like it, it is, so is heroes in crisis going to be eventually some sort of time travel? Like the big, yeah. Booster gold payoff or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, and then throwing in like the, the X factor, uh, Harley. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to make of, I, of that. There's a lot going on in that Harley book, or, or yeah, that Harley book, in that book with Harley mm-hmm. that I was, I was, it was hard to get a read on her character um, compared to other appearances of Harley because mm-hmm. Tom King has his very own specific voices for all the characters. Right. Like, uh, I know Catwoman was kind of contentious for some people, like it was fine with me, but uh, Harley just seemed different from like not so much her miniseries because that's like a whole separate wacky out of continuity thing but like it, her, like it's suicide squad and other books like she seemed more mm. more psychotic than usual <laughs> <laughs> she i mean she seemed more psychotic in this book yes. than usual okay yeah okay yeah see i don't i don't read her at all so yeah. i like to be i just i guess i'm like oh okay that's yeah. normal yeah i guess um I, I yeah I, I'm wondering really what kind of role she is going to play in this because her background yeah is as a therapist yeah, yeah yeah therapist so and I'm sure she has plenty of her own PTSD right <laughs> well you don't date the Joker and come away unscathed yeah you know right <laughs> um yeah I I feel like I would like to reread it um and it was it was funny I think uh, it was funny that you mentioned something about the different or like the uh, Tom King's yeah. voice for characters because if I were to have one criticism about some of his work well specifically the the uh, the bat books or the uh, batman is that um I find his dialogue sometimes a little it, I don't know <laughs> a little rough yeah you know it's it, it, it's a little over the top a little heavy-handed um yeah and and, and sometimes it's like the what, what, like when Bendis was writing the Avengers, mm-hmm. when everyone sounded alike. Yes, everyone was like quirky and had snappy dialogue, yep. and you know 
had a joke. Everyone mm-hmm. had jokes, you know. Um, the everyone in Batman, I feel like, has the same voice. I could see that. Yeah, like sometimes. I, I, a lot of the the Batman stuff. So I, like I, I I've only read up to uh, the War and Jokes and Riddles, so I'm a little behind. But okay. you know, it's fine. Um, but everything I've read, like I can tell that Tom King's writing at this like next level level. Absolutely. Where it's sort of. Oh, you're writing, writing, like yeah, <laughs> no, that yeah, that will uh, that I agree with that. Like his storytelling is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like like the the stories he's choosing to tell. I feel like every other story arc or something. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this before. Yeah, in not only a Batman story but any kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the last story arc where uh, Bruce Wayne was serving on the the jury. Yeah, uh, for uh, he was serving jury duty for. Batman, the the Batman Mister Freeze okay. trial. I was like, this is fascinating, like like a the whole courtroom drama mm-hmm. type thing, like twelve angry Batman yeah. type of uh, story. Um, so his yeah his storytelling is like you said next yeah. level. Um, I like I actually feel guilty that I'm not reading Mister Miracle. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I thought about that every time I see that. I'm like, I should read that, but yeah, well, I have the first three issues, but then. Uh, I let it, I let it lapse, mm-hmm. you know, and, and now I'm like, I'm just going to wait till it's done yeah, and I'm just going to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely didn't, didn't slide on, uh, the vision yeah. series. Like that was really good. Yeah. The vision was great. Yeah. Um, that had me like sold on when I found out he was going to be doing Batman. I was like, I'm there. It's, yeah. It's going to be great. And, uh, so, well, anyway, so I guess getting back to, yeah. uh, heroes in crisis, yeah, so I, I, I'm kind of, you know, I guess I would say I'm kind of hooked. I mean, the first issue was yeah, interesting enough to, and to to jump in on. And I think it's only going to be like seven issues. Eight, maybe. Is I it? Think it's eight. Seven or eight? Okay. Yeah. I think it's an even number. Okay. But yeah. But it it kind of has almost like the vibe like um, identity crisis. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you read Identity Crisis? I think like it was years I think ago. So. Trying to remember which which one. There's too many crises to keep track <laughs> that of. That is true. There there are so many crises. <laughs> uh, this was the one where uh, the Justice League had mind wiped Doctor Light, and, oh. he, and he and then he figured it out and he went back and he. I hadn't. I haven't read that, but I I, I know about. You it. know what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. with with Sue Dibney and yep, yeah. yeah, and that's when uh, uh, Tim Drake's father mm-hmm. also dies and. That was a real, that was a bummer. Of, I mean, of a series, it was good. Yeah. But man, it was <laughs> dark. Mm-hmm. So, this, I feel like this is going to have that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've, I, yeah. The 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 overall implications. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens, but I, it feels as if they didn't hype it up enough to be like, this yeah. is important. Like, I uh, again, similar to. Like Doomsday Clock, I forgot this came out. Yeah. Until I think you mentioned that you were going to read or you were yeah, going to yeah, talk yeah. about it this yep. week. And I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta, I gotta read it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, not you know, no, I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to read it, you know, regardless. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure if again if it's kind of DC being DC, like kind of doing their yeah like, real subtle. Well, well, they did like a bunch of interviews and stuff for it, but they it was it all played up like the mental health 
aspect of it and be like, oh, here's this place for like PTSD, blah, 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 to mm-hmm. get like buzz going for it. But yeah. if, if that's like not the actual, like if that's just like a small part of the book and it's actually about the murder mystery angle, they barely, like, I think in the solicit it was like, somebody dies this issue. Yeah. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's yeah. not news to me, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I and I, I think I saw something that Tom King said, or he was quoted saying that, yeah, definitely this is it's less about PTSD than it is kind of just a straightforward uh, murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think we lost the live stream. Oh no, uh, it's still recording, but no. Um, all right. Well, I'll deal with that in a second. Yeah, but um. Yeah, he's um, yeah he de- he definitely I think was more pushing the um, murder mystery angle mm-hmm. of it. So um, yeah, I think you know Heroes in Crisis. I think it's something we're definitely going to keep reading. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'm definitely willing to give it another some more time to uh, go. Cool, cool. Um, so. Um, what else? Uh, you had I forget you had something else. Oh, uh, so this is a, a weird, wacky segue, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, Man Eaters, um, which was a, a book by uh, oh, okay. Chelsea Kane mm-hmm. for Image, and she did uh, Mockingbird, okay, for Marvel, which was like I think it was only twelve issues, um, and she has been at the center of a lot of crazy things. Uh, but the the biggest one actually is kind of plays in the Tom King talk. But uh, she was going to write like a six issue Vision miniseries that was like four issues into it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and she recently uh, kind of exposed Marvel, like the the inside baseball stuff at Marvel, um, where they basically kind of canceled the book. Even like they had just solicited it and they're like, nah, it's canceled now. Even though it's like almost done, um, and kind of wanted her just don't mention that it's canceled. Don't do this. Don't do that. And she just blew the lid on it in Twitter. It was just like, nope, you can't silence me. I'm Chelsea <laughs> Kane. I was part of the feminist agenda, like comics gate drama that like started that all off. Yeah. So it's kind of a big, weird, wild thing. But anyways, um, she did, she has her new creator owned series with the same team as mockingbird, uh, called man eaters. It's an image. I don't, it's another book where I don't know how to like. I'm very non-committal about these first issues, but I, it spent a lot of time setting up the universe as opposed to telling a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the basic premise of it is uh, all everybody ha- is infected with something called like tox toxoplasmosis X, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is just, you know the evolution of the cat thing that we all have in ourselves. Right. Um, if you've ever interacted with a cat or whatever, um, and and it, it somehow it interacts with uh, I think estrogen levels, um, and and when you when you go through menopause, uh, it turns you into a feral cat person, um, and there's like this whole you know government conspiracy to like, not even conspiracy but like government movement to like eliminate estrogen and like be on the lookout for like cat women and yeah. like all this like yeah like feministy jokey kind of stuff yeah um it, it was it was good it was amusing but like they just spent a lot of time 
setting that part up about it's like it's about like the story is essentially there's a little girl and her dad is part of like scat which is the the name of the name of the the yeah the, the acronym the tactical for... cat squad whatever <laughs> yeah um and uh, throughout the story it goes on and on and uh you know it's just kind of describing the world and what he does and all that stuff um and all these other like sort of scenarios where people turn into cats and murdered a bunch of people um and then it just kind of ends with like the little girl has her period and it's like oh no she you know she might turn into a cat person and yeah. it kind of ends and i'm like well that's interesting i, I don't know you know I, I don't feel like any over over like attachment for any characters yet or anything and i'm kind of like well that's a it's an interesting premise but i kind of knew the premise from yeah. reading about the book prior like i read interviews and stuff so i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i got i get it um the art's really good there's a lot of like um in jokey's like hidden stuff like all in the artwork um mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever read, like, Sex Criminals or anything like that. It's like that, where yeah. there's just, like, every page, there's, like, a million hidden, Something, hidden jokes yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Well, when you when you mentioned it, I, I did um, uh, I did find it and download it because we, oh, okay. we, we, cool. got a, we got a review copy of it yeah. from, from Image. And uh, and I remember, the, like you said, Chelsea Kane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I remember, you know, so I, I, I read it, and I really enjoyed the art. Um, I kind of felt you the way you did about the story, where it was it was almost more of like, here's an outline, yeah, of what this issue is. Mm-hmm. Like here's the bullet points, yeah. And I, I feel like the the story is actually going to start, yeah. It'll be the second, and then issue. in the It'll next like, issue, yeah. they they set everything up in the first issue, and the conflict and like mm-hmm. the backstory, the conflict where you know, um, I had a couple of weird reactions to this, um. And you know, I'm I'm all for you know yeah. feminist agenda. Ask mm-hmm. me about my feminist agenda. Yeah. You know, um, I felt some of it was a little like heavy handed. Yeah. In some parts, like there were, at one point, they showed um, a bunch of girls uh, lined up, kind of in shackles. Oh, like, they, yeah. they were the girls that were like taken away because they were menstruating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Each one of them has some sort of like t-shirt. The wacky t-shirts, like, yeah. Yeah, one of them said, "Ask me about my feminist agenda." Yeah. Fight like a girl. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I I get it, I get it, <laughs> okay. And then um, and then the the art, I I, I like the art, mm-hmm. but they really photoshopped too much into it. Yeah, yeah. They, there were a few parts where it was like, oh, this is like a real thing. Yeah, and and. <laughs> Just in general, anytime that happens in a, when it's very obvious mm-hmm. that there's like some Photoshop work going yeah. on in, in, a, in a comic, it or like re- a live action photo or like something like that. It, yeah. Exactly, it really takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I I just can't like I can't deal with that. Yeah, you know, um, and I think only because I know there's ways to Photoshop something into a comic and not. Make, make it, it look, look exactly. I've done it. Yeah, I, I've you done can, like put some filters over it. Or exactly. Something, yeah. yeah, you can. Yeah, or you can, you know, trace over it mm-hmm. or make it look at least like hand drawn or mm-hmm. something. Um, and then I noticed some of the things that were photoshopped onto. Like there were a lot of details which I thought were were great, but I noticed they photoshopped things that were at at one point so small like they they must have been photoshopped like enlarged yeah on the page 
and then when the page was actually like shrunk down mm-hmm. to his proper size, it's just like a tiny little. So it's like a blip. yeah, yeah. What what you probably spent an hour manipulating to get on that page mm-hmm. was like the head of a pin. Yeah, on the actual comic page. Yeah. So doing a lot of work for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it was definitely it's it's definitely an interesting premise, if not. You know, a little on the head. Yeah, like, I mean, it's very or on on the nose, like um, not overly trans, you know, or pretty transparent as far yeah. as what they're going for. But you know, it's still, like you said, entertaining. There mm-hmm. were still some funny, um, funny parts to it. I will take issue with uh, when when the girl's describing her her dad as a cop. <laughs> yeah, the um, the images of Magnum PI <laughs> and uh, Don Johnson from Miami yeah. Vice. Magnum is not a cop. <laughs> he it, 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 it's in the name PI, yeah, private yep. investigator. Come on guys. Let's 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 get it right. Well, I mean that could just be the, you know, the misinformed, you know, yeah. human regular society doesn't understand these, that. These kids, they don't they don't yeah. appreciate. <laughs> what's a private inve- like nobody knows what a yeah. private investigator is. What's a Magnum? Yeah, what's a Magnum? <laughs> and it's not that that it's not the reboot, <laughs> yeah. On CBS, yeah. That's not Magnum. Yeah, uh, Magnum is Tom Selleck. And the, the only other thing I thought about while reading it, and this is where where I get like I, I spent too much time on like super woke Twitter, where it's like all oh, you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it it's very uh, cis centric and like for like if trans women and stuff like that, it's sort of like they don't been straight so it's mm. like a whole like excluding them which is like a whole crazy can of worms but like so like someone's going to get offended somehow so, yeah it's 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 not exactly inclusive i guess is what i would mm. say for being a feminist book that's you know what i, I never even thought of, that's a good point yeah like it, 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 and maybe that maybe they'll address it somewhere else or something but it was kind of like eh, it's yeah. weird but maybe yeah. they, maybe they turn into dogs or something yeah or they yeah. squirrels yeah, or thing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure there's there's also um, you know uh, what, what were they doing? Oh, they they put estrogen in everything or whatever. I think right, mm-hmm. like they the, all the water. So I'm sure that would do something to 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 men. Like I would assume, like in so, like a something. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably not something that they thought about, like the whole biology of it all, because it's a wacky concept in general. Right. But like, yeah, well, well, that's probably like a. You know, an, an epidemic of a separate, like, yeah, just dumping just hormones, massive amounts of hormones into the water supply probably isn't a. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like that's one of those, one of those concepts where if you if you start peeling the layers yeah. back too far, everything just you yeah. know everything unravels. You're like, well, that's like, yeah, that's a whole like, uh, what you might call it, um, center for disease control like situation. Right. Like, whoa. I will say that um, I I did appreciate the amount of fun stuff they did like as back matter yeah yeah like, yeah, all yeah. The different uh it was like an article and like they made it look like uh you know here's like a file yeah and, the forums and stuff yeah. yeah and even the uh the fake ad oh, on the, the very back, back yeah where the it was like you know drink whatever water or something and yeah, it was like a like an old tiny ad yeah or estrogen free water for like your your boys or whatever yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah it, 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 it reminded me a lot of uh bitch planet I don't know if you'd read that or not. Um, 
Uh, I, I did. Uh, yeah, I read like the first half dozen issues or so. Of yeah, the, that's about what I read. Yeah. Oh, and there was a, a reference to Bitch Planet yeah. in the girl's bedroom. There was yeah. like a Bitch Planet poster. Yeah, there's definitely some like feminist solidarity going yeah. on with that. But uh, yeah, it really reminded me of that in a lot of ways. Like kind of because I think even Bitch Planet did like fake ads and all this other stuff. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of that stuff. Like the more wacky in-universe creative mm-hmm. usage that you can use with your extra pages go for it yeah <laughs> absolutely okay well um so moving on a little yeah i uh so i don't normally buy or, or read um like tv or movie tie-in comics that's like my bread and butter for <laughs> okay. a lot of stuff well so um when I was uh, looking through uh, last week's books, they had uh, Stranger Things number one oh, from okay. from Dark Horse. Yeah, and I'm like, I had how did I miss that that mm-hmm. they were putting out a, a tie-in comic? Um, I I love Stranger Things. Yeah. you know, uh, both season, uh, warts and all. Uh, you know, yeah, certainly not perfect. Uh, Seasons of television, but pretty yeah, no, they damn near. Yeah. <laughs> they're <laughs> really good. Um, so I I just bought it. I'm like sight okay, unseen. I'm yeah. like I'm just gonna I'm gonna buy this. And it's uh, the, the the cover was really neat because I think it it was like um, almost like an uh, homage to the uh, John Carpenter the Thing oh, okay. uh, poster, yeah. and that was pretty cool. It was like instead of the Thing, it was uh, the one of the Demogorgons mm-hmm. in the bat in like the silhouette of the Demogorgon and oh that's cool yeah um, but this is a so basically so so you've seen it yeah okay. I mean I've, right. I've, I've seen Stranger make, Things yeah. yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so um you know the first season Will Byers mm-hmm. disappears in the first episode yep he disappears uh, he goes to the the other side is that what they call it. Uh, upside the, down. The upside down. That's what it is. The upside down. Um, well, this first issue shows him, like, shows him in the upside down. Okay. Like from that first episode. So basically, this first issue uh, parallels the first episode. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Of uh, of Stranger Things, and it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Okay. Um, because. Unfortunately, I feel like Will is probably the least interesting character in that yes. entire series. Yeah. He's only useful for getting kid- get, for yeah. getting kidnapped or, or having they, like weird shit in his yeah, body. Yeah, they've never they've never really given him the opportunity to like be a character. Right. In two seasons worth of show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in the first season, we we only saw him, we saw him for a little bit in the beginning mm-hmm. and a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um. You know, he was around for uh, season two. But again, like halfway through, he was yeah. possessed, basically. Yep. Um, and I think there's always going to be a question whether or not he's tainted. Yeah. You know, because they they definitely like at the end of season one when he coughed up yep. that slug, it's mm-hmm. like okay, he's got some of the upside down in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- yeah, unfortunately, I I feel like that's all he's good yeah. for is being like the victim mm-hmm. you know maybe that'll change in season three i don't know yeah but, but it almost feels like he's always going to be the conduit to the upside down yeah but um 
so in, in not a ton happens in this first issue. Okay. It's mostly him running around. Yeah, like he he recognizes like everything looks I mean like Yeah. Like everything yeah, like looks the, the same and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, everything looks the same, but it's just a darker, twisted version of mm-hmm. it. And it's him trying to just navigate. You know, he's at his he's at his house and he's trying to, you know, find his family and he's avoiding the Demogorgon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somewhat uneventful okay. first issue, and the art is not great. Mm, uh, that, that's like a something I've noticed a lot with like tie-in stuff. It's always like whoever's around sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and well, and you know, and and I've said this before. There, there's a fine line between like drawing someone's likeness, mm-hmm. like you know, if it's a you know an, an actor or an actress. You know, drawing them to drawing them just enough to look like themselves, yeah. so you recognize them, but not make it look like, uh, you know, like you're using photo reference. Yeah. To, you know, um, like sometimes how they're they end up doing in some of the Star Wars yeah comics, it looks like they just took like a straight up like DVD grab, like yeah. a, a, scene, a scene grab or something, and mm-hmm. um, this. It's somewhere in between the, where the, the characters look um, just enough like the actors yeah. so you know who it is. Um, but it's just – it's still not really good. So eh, – Yeah. Yeah. It was a little – and it, uh, yeah, it was it was just okay. It was just kind of mediocre. Did did they give an origin story behind the uh, – how he operated the Christmas lights? In the upside down, or is that later? No, that, yeah, didn't get um, that far. I think, yeah, definitely didn't get that far because that was, I think, what happened is just like literally like just the first night. Okay, that, he's, so after that he, he goes gets, missing, okay. um, and it, it's mostly it's mostly Will running around. You, you do get a couple of panels of the night they were playing D anD D, and then you get uh, a couple panels of Eleven. Oh, okay. Like somehow she shows up, but through, it's, but yeah, it's like a, a weird like, yeah. But it's like kind of almost like a like a ghost version mm-hmm. of her. Um, again, it's from the first. Yeah, well, she was like she was still in the sensory deprivation, whatever, right? And like well, astral projecting a little bit still. This so this was weird. So she was wearing the yellow T-shirt that oh. she was wearing, like in the in the first episode, like when she escapes. Okay. Um. So, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, I'm not sure if the, like, like how the timeline syncs up, Gotcha. but, um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be back for a second issue. Um, and it was, uh, put out by dark horse, Oh, that's which I didn't even realize that like they had, you know, they got to get something. Yeah. They're losing all their losing licenses <laughs> yeah. left and right. They got to, they, they got to start picking something up. Yeah. I, I was looking through solicits today. Um, and I noticed that like, there was like 12 to 20 art books from dark horse. Oh, like, really? I, I guess that's the thing now. Yeah. yeah. Any, any and every art book like that they, for like whatever big video games and stuff. Yeah. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I know, uh, Titans aren't. I mean, it depends, I guess, because uh, it's very obvious that some things are like not canon, and it like mm-hmm. like IDW is a good example of that. Where I'd be like, 
these Ghostbuster comics aren't going to be like brought up in the third Ghostbusters movie, for example. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like, uh, I think even X-Files was sort of like that, where it was like, oh, it's X-Files season whatever. And then Fox was like, no, we're doing a real X-Files. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so you always have to worry about that, too, when you're reading that kind of stuff. Um, but I've, I enjoy them usually. It just depends how much like the original creators are involved in it, I think. Was anybody from Stranger Things actually involved? Um, you know, that's a good question. Let me look. I didn't actually think to look at that. Because um, sometimes they'll have like a, a guest writing credit or something if they help like oversee the plot or outline or something. So it was. Um, looks like uh, written by Jody Hauser. That name's really familiar. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not sure who huh. Jody Hauser is. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna IMDb that name real quick. All right. Yeah. Because I've definitely heard that name before too. Yeah. But I don't know if if it, if they're a comics person or a, like a TV writer. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't see her. Yeah. All right. So I'm Mystery assuming. Person. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's a. They're just a. Like a comic writer or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't see any other credits that would lead me to believe. That anyone from the show is actually. Okay. Involved. Um, I don't even see like, the word Netflix on here anywhere. <laughs> so, was this like, official? Yeah, I don't know. Like this, yeah. No, I, I vaguely remember it being advertised. Uh, I think even Netflix might have advertised it like after a show is like coming soon. Okay. Check out the Stranger Things comic. I was like, all right, <laughs> I guess. I, that's a, that's one of those things I wasn't. I'm not even sure if Stranger Things would need a tie-in comic necessarily. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I'd agree. Like the, the 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 concept itself of like hey what what's Will up to that's interesting but it sounds like it's not interest like it's more interesting in my head yeah than what was on the pages well because you know th- there's no um there was no uh, surprise like uh, yeah there's no surprise because we've seen the upside down yeah yeah so. Um, it'd be different if it like, oh, if it was like after season one, almost where it was like, you didn't, it wasn't as much of that. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I know we saw the upside down here and there, but it wasn't like a big thing. Like it wasn't like you're running through it. It's all wild. There's a weird spider monster. Like, yeah. 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 So I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll, you know, see what the next issue, you know brings us i might uh make my decision based on the uh solicits yeah how much how much barb's in it right barb, <laughs> yeah oh my god now see okay now if now if, if barb is in it if she's yeah. in the next you know if, if we get more barb than we did in the actual show yeah well then maybe maybe it'll be worth it um so speaking of uh like tie-ins or uh i I took a I took a chance and read Star Trek Transformers oh, number one. All right, so that IDW stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but this was the '80s Transformers cartoon version, okay. mashed up with the or meets the Star Trek the animated series. Oh, like the old animated. Yeah. Series. Okay. Yeah. So 
That's interesting. It was yeah, that was that was kind of what drew me in was when I saw the the art. I'm like, oh my god, that's the animated series mm-hmm. Star Trek style. Yeah, the art style, and I'm like, okay, I have to read this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty basic. Yeah, it's um, you know, uh, Kirk and the crew are you know they pick up a distress signal, they they land on this or they beam down to this planet to find mm-hmm. you know. Uh, a bunch of Decepticons uh, tearing shit up. Yeah, and like they do. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they're known to do. And uh, Optimus Prime shows up. Like he he busts out of this uh, like mine or something. Like you really don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like why they're on this planet. Yeah. Um. But and then the uh, the Klingons are there, of course. Klingons. Yeah. Uh, eventually, the uh, Decepticons uh, flee the planet. And they meet up with the Klingons, mm-hmm. so they're like they're both like we we hate humans. <laughs> oh, we should team up. Yeah, and uh, and then down on the planet they're trying to uh, resuscitate Prime because he gets injured, and so they bring Scotty and McCoy down. Okay, because a they need the, the you know they need the, uh, blah, they need the engineer, but then they figure but then they realize that Prime is more than just yeah a robot. He, there's something more going on. More than meets the eye. They actually say <laughs> at one point I was that was kind of like a groan. I was like, uh, like at one point Spock says he he tells Sulu like to ho- like hold your fire. I believe there's more than meets the eye here. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, really? Why'd you do that? Why'd you go and do that? <laughs> that was terrible. Um, and then at one point they have uh, Sulu say, "Oh my." Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, but it was kind of fun. It was, you know, just one of those weird... Yeah. Those like, are rewarding books sometimes. Yeah. But they're just totally... They're, it's fan service, and it's right. fine. It's, you, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like, um, I think a couple years ago, I read the uh, Planet of the Apes Green Lantern crossover. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was completely just wacky, mm-hmm. but fun. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I would... I would that I'm probably going to keep reading just mm-hmm. because I mean it's a mini series and it's yeah but like probably like four six issues something, something like, like that. that yeah and like I said just that that animated series art yeah that keeps me coming back and like that's pretty cool because mm-hmm. you just don't you just don't see that in in like a comic yeah like I've never do, seen any comic utilize that art style do, do the two different um universes like mesh well in a singular art style. I guess, like, is it... Well, see, that's the thing. They kind of... Or they already kind of did. Well, they made... Let me find it. Because they, you know, they made the, you know, Star Trek looked like the, like I said, the animated series. Um, And the... Well, you know, I'm looking at the Transformers. At, At first, I thought the Transformers were drawn more like they would have been in just like a normal Transformers book. Mm-hmm. But no, they're they're definitely more they definitely more, look more, more like universe. from the like the eighties cartoon. Okay. With like like the big blocky colors. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. Not a lot of like mechanical detail, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like just Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of it it weirdly works. That's cool. So yeah. And it's and it's got all the classic characters. It's got well, you know, well, at least as far as Decepticons, it's got uh, Soundwave and mm-hmm. uh, Starscream and um, 
uh, uh, Megatron. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, uh, there's a lot here, there's a lot here for people to, to enjoy if you're, you know, fans of, oh, and, and the, um, in the very last page, the, uh, like the Autobots show up. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you got like Bumblebee and yeah. I'm just like all the classics, mm-hmm. you know. Nice. So, yeah, I'll definitely be reading out some more. So, got any, uh, uh anything else? Yeah. You know what? I'll, 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 since we're talking about old stuff here, old stuff, um, <laughs> I actually read the Dick Tracy comic. Oh, I meant to read that. That's it was it was really cool. Okay. Um, I can't remember who who wrote it. I know the art's Mike Elred. Um, now see, I thought I heard that the Allreds wrote it, or did they write and draw it? Maybe it was write and draw. I I know the art's definitely okay. Allred. I I love Mike Allred. Yeah. Um, and I oddly enough. Like, like I grew up liking Dick Tracy, which seemed weird because I'm like, you know, like an 80s, 90s ish kid. I'll say, well, that's definitely like a, but it's of the time. Yeah, I mean, like it's, you know, it came out like in the during the Depression. Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was just like a, a neat little like romp through like nostalgia for me. Um, I think it's only like four issues or something, but uh, you know, it just had Dick Tracy, uh, moving to a new city to, you know bust up a corrupt like police unit and organized crime blah 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 you know bam whiff pal shooting guys up in their old timey cars it was you know it was pretty cool um it was mostly i mean uh, mostly for me it was like more of an art thing it was the reason i think i picked it up um and i think it had a few um like a two-page like mini history lesson about like dick tracy and like, oh, okay. the news time strips and all this stuff and like why Dick Tracy was created and blah blah blah. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I de- definitely check it out. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, like I said, I, I forgot that we um, that we had it. We we had a, a review copy of it. Mm-hmm. And I totally totally missed it, and I just added it to my iPad. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. What do I got? Yeah, I remember I. Uh, I watched it. I mean, I watched a live action movie. I had like Dick Tracy posters all over my like bedroom and stuff. Mm-hmm. That that movie, it, you know, at first it was, I, I didn't really think much of it mm-hmm. when it first came out. But yeah. I think I watched it a few years later, and I was like, this is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, like it's really yeah, not. You know, I not bad. I haven't watched it in like over a decade or more. So like, I just remember liking it when I was a kid. And I was like, it's, you know, it's, I was a kid. What do I, I also liked, you know. Uh, Little Monsters with Howard Mandel and like Fred Savage <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh so I don't really you trust the, Little Me's get judgment. Get the thumbs up from Sorg. <laughs> <laughs> Little Monsters. I, yeah, unfortunately, I never saw that one. Yeah, no, it's you're better off, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I was like, oh, it probably wasn't as good as I remember it to be. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I remember looking at like still shots of it and stuff. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. flat top looks really cool. Like all the the prosthetics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Who who did that movie? Was it? Um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Tim Burton. No, it wasn't Tim Burton. But I I can't. I. But it, it had that like that feel of the of Batman eighty nine. Yeah. Like the like like the dramatic 
music and the mm-hmm. and the cut scenes and like the angle like the everything was angled yeah and, yeah it, it had to be someone from from the same from the same like studio yeah area. or production yeah. department or something like that but yeah no it was, I'm probably gonna try to track that down. It's weird that that's like something that doesn't like show up on Netflix or anything or TV or like. Yeah, that's true. I, you would think that would be something that would like just pop up randomly. Yeah. I don't know. Or like there'd be like a, you know, 20th anniversary. Yeah. Ray. And you forget how many people were in that movie. Oh yeah, there's a lot. I mean, like Al Pacino mm-hmm. was. What was his name? Big no. Prudence. No. No, he was big. Was it something? Oh, what was his name? Um, but Dustin Hoffman was in it. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, Madonna. Yep. Breathless Mahoney. Yeah. And, uh, big, uh, that's it. Big, big boy Caprice. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> uh, Glenn Headley was Tress Trueheart. Tess Trueheart. I forgot. Yeah. R.I.P. R- Glenn Headley. That's a lot of, that is a lot of star power or soon to be star power in some cases yeah. I'm sure oh wow James Kahn Manny Patinkin Paul Sorvino <laughs> it's like a who's who of yeah. like awesome actors yeah uh, Charlie Corsmo who was in Can't Hardly Wait yeah <laughs> <laughs> but oh man now I want to yeah go and watch Tetris <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. I, yep. yeah, go for it. I was gonna say I have uh, one more, yeah, uh, one more book, and then we can uh, we can wrap it up. Sure. So I think um, a few episodes back, I, I, I mentioned the uh, Jessica Jones, yep, uh, digital only series, and uh, issue three came out, which is it, it's always weird because the issues are always double sized. So there's okay. always technically like, it's like two, two issues, issues in yeah. it. So the first half um, wraps up the first story arc, which was the um, the serial killer of uh, like like C list mm-hmm. uh, superheroines. Okay. So they wrap that up, and the the second half was more of like a. At first, you think it's just like kind of a throwaway story because mm-hmm. it's Luke and Jessica getting ready for their daughter's like second birthday party or something okay. that they're having at their apartment. Uh, she Hulk makes a appearance. Uh, Thor makes an appearance. Thor actually shows up early for the party, and they send him out to get the cake. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Look, you could really help us out if yeah. you go get the cake." And he's like, "Surely there's a task more worthy of the yeah. son of Odin than." fetching pastry or something (laughs) and they're like no just go get the cake Mm -hmm. and uh and and of course their their apartment is like attacked by this uh random supervillain called uh lone shark but not but not l-o-a-n l-o-n-e shark like and and he's trying to it's funny because he's trying to explain they're like we don't understand your your name why are you called lone shark yeah and and i mean he looks like a shark like a shark man but he's like no, it's like Lone Wolf. Don't you get, you know, <laughs> so all this stuff. Um, and, and again, you, the whole thing is, the whole story is played for humor. Yeah. And then it gets to the end and you realize that, 
oh, this is just the beginning of the next story arc because um, I guess the, the, the spoilers are still in, in effect. Um, the I don't know if it's their babysitter or her mom comes back with their daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she had taken them out of the house, taken the daughter out of the house so they could prepare for the party. And the mom brings her back and says, I'm so sorry we're back early, but you need to see this. And their daughter is completely purple. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like purple <laughs> yeah. man, purple. Yeah. And uh, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Now, and here's here's the real kick to the guts. Uh, the series doesn't come back until January. Oh, no. So talk about a cliffhanger. That's rough. Yeah. Never mind. There was... Um... Mark Wade, I think, did a Purple Man story that was sort of like that. Oh, really? It was like the bastard children of Purple Man. Oh, yeah, that was in Daredevil, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I never read like, that, but I heard it was good. It was really cool, um, and it was just like all these like evil, you know, children with like power to control people that Daredevil was fighting against. Yeah, and like trying to like weren't necessarily evil, but they were just kids, and he was like trying to like you know find them homes and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that just kind of reminds me of that, just because it was like that whole like, oh, uh, purple man. Yeah, and, and it's, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of cool that they're, they, you know, you could still f- feel the effects of the purple man mm-hmm. long after, yeah, he's, you know, gone. Yeah, I forget, did they kill him off? I mean, I know they did in the <sighs> Netflix series, but I forget what they did with him in the comics. They must have killed him. Maybe I, I want to say that he was in that Daredevil arc, and the kids like got vengeance on him or something. Oh, like okay. That, I think I might be pulling that out of my ass, but I think that's what happened. So maybe he's still. So maybe he's going to show up. Yeah, he in might. the next uh, next Je- Jessica Jones arc. Yeah. Okay. No, that's well. That's a big uh, for a web thing too. Like that's some big uh, big I, reveal. I, I tell you what, like, like I said, this this series is still killing it mm-hmm. it's so good and I, I i mean i hope a lot of people are reading it because it, it is definitely like a very it, it's a great successor mm-hmm. to the bendis yeah jessica jones i mean kelly thompson is still you know she's still firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. um the art is still amazing they there was a different artist on the second story okay uh, but they were, but it was still good. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, and and it looks like that the original artist is going to be back when they pick up uh, in January. Okay. Yeah. But uh, no, I would, I, I still would recommend anyone and everyone, if you know, whoever's a fan of um, Jessica Jones, yeah. should definitely pick this up. Okay. Because cool. it's it's that good. Like the writing and the art is just, like I said, it, it's almost a shame that this is not coming out. They, like they're, physically, they're doing trade paperbacks. That's actually where I got my copy. Oh, okay. Event. But you said it's January, so like I have no clue when I'm actually going to get this copy <laughs> I pre-ordered. Maybe six months from now. Oh man. But yeah, yeah. But no. someday. Yeah, someday, someday, <laughs> someday I'll get to I, read yeah, it. <laughs> I, well, I also pre-ordered uh, the Cloak and Dagger book that they were doing. Oh, Which so I, I forgot about that one too. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm a sucker for Cloak and Dagger, so I was like, yeah. I don't need to read it or find out who's writing it. I'll just grab it and hope for the best yeah but i think it was uh, who what mm, is it max max bemis maybe i might i might be wrong on that that sounds familiar yeah 
But yeah, they they've they've got pretty decent teams for all that digital stuff, and, mm-hmm. they, and they are gonna eventually, you know, make it available make to it. the people who don't have iPads, I guess, <laughs> or who still want the uh, the smell of ink. The yeah uh, yeah they still want the the physical copy. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I you know I feel sad not not doing that, but but then I don't know I I like being able to carry all my comics mm-hmm. with me, so yeah, you know. That's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, I think that's all. I think it's all I have. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I got comics. I got nothing else. Okay. Well, I just want to take a moment to um, to kind of uh, recap the, the the last event uh, we had out at New Dimension Comics at Elwood City, the uh, the private shopping oh, event. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. Um. You know, thanks to everyone that came out, and thanks to big thanks to Todd and John from New Dimension Comics who you know helped make it happen, and of course the the staff at New Dimensions was so awesome and very accommodating and helpful and just a joy to to have on hand. Um, everyone who was there had a great time, um, you know, digging through dollar boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to uh, to Mike Sork who came out and shot some video for us and left with a stack of comics of, of his own. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, it was, it, it was a great day. It was, it was terribly rainy. It was <laughs> awful. It was an awful day to be outside, but it was a great day Typical to be Pittsburgh day. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> it was a great day to be inside digging for comics. So, you know, hopefully we'll be able to do that again. I, I, I think it was a, a pretty successful time and everyone had fun. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to do it again. And, you know, people that couldn't make it out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. be able to come back out. <laughs> Link. Yeah, me. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, no, but it was, yeah, it was good. So hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to get uh, get out there and do that again. Um, and I think that is, I think that's it. All right. I think that's all I got. So, um, okay. So this has uh, been episode... 289 of the Comic Book Pit Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Link. And we will see you next time.